You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast, where we talk about physical, financial, and emotional strength. Why stay sore? Because nothing good comes easy. Here's your host, Bo Skitsko. All right, guys, welcome back to the Stay Sore Podcast. I'm your host, Bo Skitsko, and today is a very special episode. I'm super excited to present to you Randy Angston. He's uh, my friend, but also he used to be, and kind of still is in a sense, my coach. So let's give me, uh, first of all, Randy, awesome to have you. Glad to be here, Bo. So a uh, little background, a little bit of context. So uh, I went through a coaching program out of Arizona with Tim and Randy, which was called uh, Profit Marketing Solutions. It started off as a marketing thing and then went into coaching business owners, and I went through it. And Randy, to be super honest, when I applied for that, or I was thinking to apply about uh, to, to that course, I looked you up. I, I looked <laughs> up Tim, and he looks like with this beard, this big, intimidating guy, looked legit. And then I looked you up, and like I was like, well, he's like my age, maybe younger, maybe a slightly bit older. And I looked you up on Facebook, and I was like, hmm, I'm not sure if this guy can teach me anything. He definitely can. I went for the course. wasn't cheap, but it was worth it, and he definitely did. Randy is uh, responsible for all the mindset stuff in that course. So teaching business owners how to think, structure their business, and their personal time in the business. So this is what we're going to talk about, time management. And Randy, my first question to you as the mindset guru and time management guru, why is that that some people... They have time to run a successful business or even three businesses, have time with their family, have time to work out, look good. And then some other people like don't have time to do anything. They just complain that I don't have time to do this or that. Why is that? Well, first off, the, I mean, right off the bat, thank you so much for that. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. glad that, you you know, as, as you said, we are friends at this point. And, and uh, I, I, I really enjoy the relationship we have today. But, Same here. Uh, I'm grateful that we had the opportunity to work together on a formal uh, avenue. And, and as I said uh, to you recently, I commend you for continually taking action and doing what you say you're going to do. Um, that's part of what gets you where you say you want to go, if that makes sense. So yes, definitely. To, answer the, to answer that question, uh, the excuse of I don't have time means it's, it, it's an excuse. Um, quite frankly, all you're saying is it's not a priority to me. Um, the time or priorities are set where you spend your time, not where you set your intentions. If you want to tell me what you find important in your life or what's important to you in your life, you don't need to tell me that show me your schedule and I'll tell you what, where your priorities lie. And so right off the bat, if somebody were to tell me the excuse of, Oh, I don't have time. I'm going to throw that right back at you. And I'm going to say, well, how important is it to you? Because if it's important to you, you'll find a way. Got if it's it. not, you'll find an excuse. Well, yes, it, it makes a lot of sense. So um, how, okay, so you're saying if it's not important to you, you won't have time for it. If it's important to you, you find time to figure it out. Absolutely. And I think that most, most people go through lives from a reactionary state. Um, what do you mean? Meaning... We wake up in the morning, and again, I, I typically coach and work with business owners on this topic, but 
you know, my friends, my family, anybody, this, this information is for anybody who's looking to achieve a goal or have more of something that they desire in life. And so when, when I'm working with an individual and I'm trying to get them to, to see that what they say they want isn't truly a priority, it's usually because they haven't actually made it a goal of theirs. They're not really clear on what they actually want. They're reactionary in the fact that they get up tomorrow or, you know, they got up this morning and, you know, their dogs came and greeted them. They played with them. They uh, made some coffee. They jumped in the shower. They opened up Facebook and then they lost 45 minutes scrolling Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, next thing you know, they're out the door for work and they come home and, you know, again, kids, they, they, got, they got to play with the kids, dinner's got to get made, and then all of a sudden we're going back to bed and our day's over. Well, if, if, you, if, you, were, if you wanted something, if you wanted something else to happen in that amount of time, where are you forcing that? What are, your acti- what are the activities you're doing that are taking up the time? And so when I say reactionary, I mean, they're not putting their schedule in, for, in front of them and forcing growth. So from a business owner standpoint, or typically when I'm telling a business owner to schedule their day, I tell them, and, and, or for the individual, let's say it's, it's, it's anybody, right? Let's say getting to the gym is something that they want to do, mm-hmm. but all of the time they use the excuse that I don't have the time. Well, again, where are you spending your time? What is eating up so many hours of your time that you can't get to the gym. Everybody has the same amount of time. So to your point, right? How come some people can accomplish so much and other people um, struggle to accomplish what they say they want? It's not because the hours are delegated differently. It's because they've set their intentions and the actions that follow are not in alignment with the things that they say they actually want. When, if, if something was important, if going to the gym and spending 45 minutes or an hour getting a workout was that important, you would find it, you would force a way to create that amount of time in your schedule. Get up an hour earlier. Um, maybe it's the tasks. I can tell you what, one of the easiest things to do to figure out how much time you're wasting is open up your iPhone, go into your settings and look at your screen usage. Yep. It's going to tell you how many, right? Yeah, every, yeah, every yeah. I've told Saturday, many right? clients that if they tell me I don't have time to work out, I ask them, go into your settings and see how much time you use on your phone. How much of that is delegated to Facebook or Instagram? You know, like Things these are that apps- make you sometimes feel worse about your body image, right? It's, you know, relevant to the topic, you know, you and I would talk about fitness, right? Instagram and Facebook, it is a, it's a mental energy suck, right? It's nothing but a comparison of how good is this person's life to my position in life? And who can twist yeah. their butt the most to make it look better on Instagram, right? Yeah, t- and exactly. If it's not right. a butt like, picture, then it's some <laughs> some politics, politics, right? And then you're just wasting your mental energy while you could do something different. So it's just again, um, how do you use or waste your time? Because you have 24 hours either to use to grow or to waste and complain about it, right? Absolutely. And, and because we all have, it, it's a finite resource within a day, right? There's 24 hours. Every minute that takes by is a minute you're either progressing or you're regressing. Con- consistently, I, in our podcast and in our coaching program and so forth, I allude to the idea that 
everything in life is growth or decay. You're moving I agree 100%. I agree 100%. You're moving closer towards your goal or you're moving further from it. And when you look at your priorities, I mean, let, let's, let's come up with something that somebody wants. Like going to the gym, you're either doing activities that feed that need, that desire, like pre-planning your morning, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, let's start with picking a time of day that you want, you, you want to go to the gym. Is it before work or is it after work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Before work, what activities can I do to ensure that that is a priority and that I'm executing that on a daily basis? Things like preparing your morning the night before, you know, okay. get laying out your, your clothes for the gym. So um, you're saying the success of tomorrow's day starts tonight or today. So or yesterday. Exactly. So yeah. you start the success the day before. If you want to have tomorrow successful, I have to make sure today that tomorrow is successful kind of, right? Well, how again, back to the reactionary aspect. How do you remove yourself from being reactionary? You become proactive. And in order to be proactive, you're forward thinking. You're, you're, pl- you're applying action right now to the things that are coming down the road to set yourself up for success. You know, I mean, we all have busier days than others. If I knew that um, I couldn't get something accomplished that I knew I needed to ahead of a goal or ahead of, you know, going to the gym, if you have downtime, if you have an opportunity, execute it. Some of, some of, I'd say the majority of the problem that people have when it comes to not having time is that they're either not disciplined enough to execute what they need to in order to execute or to, to achieve that goal, or they're just not um, either aware enough or they don't hold themselves accountable enough to know what they need to do in order to create um, those opportunities. So there are so, things that in a typical day, I would have people force or structure. Um, I'm a big believer in the fact that structure creates freedom. And so having a morning routine to me is imperative. Every single day, getting out of bed, the number one thing I, I tell every single client of mine to avoid is grabbing your phone or grabbing your laptop, opening up your email, opening up social media and beginning your day with what was happening yesterday. You cannot operate proactively if you're starting from a reactionary state. So stay in the driver's seat. Don't put yourself, you know, instantly looking backwards, figuring out what everybody else has been doing when you're not there. Yeah. And then then positioning, oh, well, what do I want to do with my day now? So uh, to summarize what you just said, from what I understand, it's don't let the world, like the internet and the social media, don't let the world rule you, but you rule your world, Right. So don't live through somebody else. Like don't scroll through all those people that got their stuff together, get your own stuff together. Right. Absolutely. You know, ironically, um, I I, I was having a conversation yesterday about the, um, the economy versus the me economy, right? The external influence versus the internal influence. We, we live in a society in a time where we are inundated with information. Social media makes everything right there at our fingertips from what our friends are doing, what our, our, our idols or the people we look up to are doing, uh, to what's going on in the world from a, a political stance, a social stance. I mean, every corner of the, the globe has some sort of stimulation that we're, we're taking in. 
Mm-hmm. Well, if we're allowing all of that information to come in, how much of that is useful for my day? How much of that is useful for the things I'm trying to accomplish? So the difference between the me economy and the economy, and the reason I was having that conversation is last night was a presidential debate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in the nation sitting, watching the TV, watching this debate, and then today everyone's talking about who the winning candidate is and who, how it's going to impact their lives. Well, I mean, you and I have lived through a number of presidents, and I can honestly tell you that regardless of who's ever sat in that seat, on a day-to-day basis, the actions that I took were exponentially, and the decisions I made were exponentially more impactful and valuable to my life than anything the president has done sitting in the White House. So you're saying we... You're saying we're in a culture where we're waiting for somebody to help me and to save me instead of doing it myself, right? Unfortunately, there's a lot of that, right? The entitlement, the, um, the path of least resistance, um, the, man, you know, without throwing ourselves under the bus or the, yeah, the yeah, millennial generation that- Nowadays, uh, you got to be careful what you say, man. <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone, you know, right? But- uh, Uh, unfortunately, the, sometimes you have to have those hard conversations with yourself. Are Most you looking definitely. for the, are you looking for the easy route? Or are you looking for more? Because those two are not synonymous. Um, when, it, when it comes back to discipline, you know, be willing to do more than the person next to you if you desire to have more than what they're willing to work for. And structuring your day, forcing your calendar Um, it begins with the morning. And so I'm a massive proponent for having a morning routine. The okay, morning- give me an example. Let's, let's go the practical route. Give me an example. Absolutely. So for me, I know I'm a big believer in alignment, right? Vibration. People operate in, with a level of energy and the universe kind of responds accordingly. And so for me to execute and be the most... Um, effective, efficient version of myself, I know I have to be in alignment with my goals. In order to be in alignment with my goals, I need to de- do certain tasks that set me personally up for success for my day. Things every single day in a, in a perfect scenario, I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. um, but you know everybody has their, their days off. But ideally, my mornings start with four different things. Um, every morning I read 10 pages of a, of a some sort of growth focused book, business, okay. um, somewhat mindset or personal growth. Um, I write in a journal. What do you I, write? What do I write? Um, a little bit all over the place. So I tip, I always set my intentions for the day. So I set, I write my hard goals and this is a big thing too. If you take nothing other than this one thing, if you have a goal in your life, if it is not written with a date for completion, It is not a goal. It is a dream. We chase dreams. We pursue goals and, or attract our goals, you know, in a perfect scenario. In order to get the things that you want, you must have a plan for action and you must take action when it presents itself. Most people leave those goals as dreams and it's a, I'll get there when it makes sense. I'll get there eventually, but they're not working towards it. When you take it out of your mind and you put it on paper and you date it for a date for completion, It's now real, tangible, and you're working towards it. So part of my, my journaling every morning, I have my, my, my goals for the day. I don't do anything more than three major goals, maybe five if I don't have anything major I'm working on that day. Mm-hmm. So three to five things I'm focused on for the day. Anything else can, can get pushed to the side, but 
start with those three or five. Um, I read, I write, I journal, or I, I read, I journal, I meditate. So for me personally, I do a four-part meditation. It takes me about 20 minutes or so. Um, if you're not familiar with meditation, I highly recommend jumping in and beginning with um, guided meditations mm-hmm. using an app like either Breathe or Headspace. Uh, there's a million of them out there, but get in the in the habit of of meditating in general, and then you can start to fine tune and tweak how you want to meditate. Um, it's funny to me, but the amount of of individuals successful individuals that have forced and made meditation part of their daily routine is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big, big believer in not reinventing the wheel. So if successful individuals have made this their habit and they're success speaking leaves to cues, right? Exactly. Success leaves cues. Perfect example. Perfectly stated. So but so, meditation can be different for everyone, right? Some, some spray, some, some breathe. Some, uh, for some people, it could be like jogging while it's still dark outside or while the sun goes up. So meditation can be different things, but you have to leave your head room to cr- for creativity and not just absorption. Is it? Very, very well said. And I always use the analogy that meditation is like taking your thoughts um, and, and, and kind of slowing them down so that they're usable and not just inundated, right? So Um, The analogy I always use when it comes to what meditation is doing for you is we've all stood at the side of a busy road. Like imagine being downtown, traffic's going by, and you're looking at a building or a business across the way. If you're focused across the way at the end goal, the cars and everything that's moving past you, you you notice them, but it's not in a way where you're calling out the make and model of every one of them. You know what I mean? It's just busy. Mm -hmm. Too busy for you to, to analyze every one of them meditation and our thoughts throughout the day are kind of like that things come and go, but we don't know, really know which ones to pluck and to pull from in order to be true, you know, to really give ourselves the best um, opportunity for success mm-hmm. because it's so much. And obviously social media, the internet, TV ads, news, radio, all of it's just adding to that noise and meditation by, by forcing meditation and making it part of your daily routine what it does for you as a, from your own mindset is it allows those thoughts to come in a little bit slower, a little bit clearer, a little bit more understood. So if you imagine those cars now crossing this, the road, but at a rate where you can make out every make and model, yeah, like every idea, now I can pick and choose which one of these are valuable for me and which ones can continue without me giving them energy or without them distracting me. And you really maintain focus on moving the needle in the greatest way possible for you throughout your day. Um, I do a four-part meditation personally, and it's broken up into five-minute segments. So I use just an audible timer. It just dings every five minutes. Uh Um, I begin with the first phase is just getting into the mood, right? So allowing thoughts to come and go as they please. I, I personally start to control some of my breathing, reduce my... Um, uh, the rate that I'm breathing at and just allow my body to kind of be comfortable, be natural. Um, I've done it both sitting. Uh, sometimes I'll do it you know, laying flat on a bed or the floor. Um, but that's the first five minutes. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to shift my focus and I'm going to set my intentions for five minutes. This is where my thoughts are now deliberate. 
I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking and I'm applying energy and emotion towards the, the few tasks that I'm trying to accomplish throughout that day. After those five minutes, I spend five minutes in gratitude. So I'm going through um, the li- you know, a list of people. And again, I try and keep it fresh. I try and keep it real. I don't want to do the same things we do every day. So I'm not going, you know, it's not the, the wife, the kid, the dog, the house, the, you know, the same things every day. It could be the opportunity um, for a new business venture. It could be, I'm grateful, you know, for, for reconnecting with a friend and, and having a phenomenal conversation that meant something to me. I'm grateful for the person at the checkout because they smiled to me when everybody else is just doom and gloom, yeah. you know, during the pandemic or, you know, things like that. Something real, genuine. Gratitude is an amazingly powerful emotion. And when you can apply gratitude, especially near your intentions, things start to fall into power, into play. And, and there's, there's a powerful aspect around it. Mm-hmm. And then the final five minutes phase is where um, this is where I almost take mental notes. Now thoughts start to come back. And this is where some of those ideas that I'm going to utilize for the rest of the day start to come into play. So it's in summary, what you just said, to set yourself up for success tomorrow, you have to start today by planning things out for tomorrow. So you're not reactive tomorrow, but you can start uh, with, with your own intentions rather than other people's influence on you. So you start today for your success tomorrow. When you wake up, you don't let the world rule you, but you start ruling the world. You slow down inside your own head first. Let everything calm down and go to the sideline because it's you right now. Then you try to focus on your goals. And like you said, it's a few goals because you can't achieve 10 things. Focus on one or two that are super important. Then you have to focus on gratitude because that will make you smile and be positive over your day. You have to actually understand, hey, my life is actually pretty damn good. Things are good. There's good people out there. There's good things happening to me. I should be thankful instead of like in a bad mood, reactive to, to not so positive things because there's almost always more positive than negative. And then the last part, from what I understand, all that combined sparks creativity in you and you focus to catch those ideas and then run with them throughout the whole day, being positive, having a plan of action and crushing things. Absolutely. And then personally, I have that notepad that I take journals with. I always have that near me as I come out, as I end my meditation, because mm-hmm. all of those useful ideas now I have to, I want to, to implement, I want to take action with them. So instantly I'm going to write them down as a goal or an objective or something that I'm working towards because that's where it becomes real. And, um, so, you know, tying in just the thought to getting it on paper, having a recollection of it so that it's not forgotten. It's, um, you know, usable tactical information. Hey, uh, brother, my, my book starts, the first chapter of my book starts with write it down. You got to write it down because you will forget. You will not focus. It's going to like, it will be lost. Write it down. Either your goals or your ideas or whatever it is, right? Or even your emotions. So you can figure them out. You can, you can analyze them because some emotions are plain stupid. They're not objective. They're subjective. And then you struggle for no reason. If you write it down the next day or the next hour, you can analyze it and figure out, Hey, I'm emotional for absolutely no reason. And we all go through that stuff by writing yeah. things down. You can analyze and improve everything. 
in my personal humble opinion. I, I would completely agree. And to speak to that too, the emotional response people have to external stimuli mm-hmm. when something happens, quote unquote, to us, too many people look at life like life is happening to them. I am a big believer in life is happening for you. And so opportunities are presenting themselves. Problems, you know, like opportunity hides and disguises itself as, as problems. But individuals who who develop a, a, um, a formidable mindset where I am solution focused, when a problem presents itself, I'm going to analyze and move into action quickly and efficiently. Now, guess what? Those problems are minimal because I've forgotten about half of it because I'm already deep in the weeds working on what it takes to eliminate it and hopefully for good. And when you can continually control your mindset, operate from a place of abundance, operate from a place of positivity, operate out of gratitude, put a smile on your face and literally make it through your day understanding that this is truly a blessing. Life, life begins to transform. And a lot of that, that, you know, negativity, the depression, the anxiety, the stress that we all operate with starts almost wash away. And we become a product of our thoughts. And um, I mean, ultimately, I'm a massive, as you know, I mean, I'm a massive believer, believer that thoughts become things. I mean, think about it, man. There's nothing in the world that wasn't first imagined in somebody's mind's eye. You know, from the t-shirts we're wearing to Definitely. the kettlebells we swing to all, I mean, the cars we drive. We are the one that we know of. We're the one organism on earth that has an internal vision of something that doesn't yet exist. That is an amazing thing. Yeah, but to, to shut it down and say, you know, oh, we'll be closed-minded off and it's just, you know, it's a fight, it's a battle, it's a grind. I, I truly don't believe that. And unfortunately, we're kind of living in a situation or a society where that becomes the norm. So um, how do I word this? So I guess what separates people that exist from people that crush their goals and lives is having a vision versus acting upon the vision, right? Absolutely. I mean, and it's it's how you, the difference between most of these individuals is really just the lens that they're looking through life with. I mean, if you see a situation and one person can see opportunity, the other person can see the end of the road. And what, as long as you continually we are, we're product of habits and repetition. And that's something that I want to get, uh, I want to touch on too. Yeah. If, if you, if you're the type of individual who can t- consistently allows everything else to influence you and you're reacting to the influence all the time, you're creating that within you. You're becoming that type of individual. If you're the type that gets up every single day and you impress your will upon your environment and your day, you put yourself in the driver's seat. You want to tell me which individual has a greater opportunity of achieving what they want throughout a day? The person who understands, hey, I'm at the helm. I'm steering the ship. Where do I want this to go? You know, every single, we're, we are presented with choices consistently. Inactivity is a choice. Don't choose inactivity. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Randy, thank you so much for your time. I hope our listeners understand and get something out of this as far as it starts with an idea and then that idea has to actually be executed. Start from a positive 
thankful mindset and uh, crush your goals. Absolutely. Appreciate the time, Bo. I mean, it's always a pleasure getting to talk with you. Um, thank you so much for the invitation here today. I hope uh, your, your listeners got some value and uh, can pull some of those useful nuggets and actually make a change for themselves. Definitely. Thanks, Randy. Right, Stay sorry, guys. Care.